caution, assholes at play. I like to send a special shout out to my homeboy, OJ Simpson. Keep up the good work, baby. Two less, we got to worry about. You understand? Call me an asshole. One more time. See that man there? He's a real a-hole. He's also a huge asshole. This is the Capcast, motherfucker. him 15 years ago I, I was told there was nothing left no reason no uh, conscience no understanding and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death of, of good or evil right or wrong I met this six-year-old child with this blank pale emotionless face and the blackest eyes the devil's eyes I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Hey, welcome to the Capcast. We are here, motherfuckers. Final Halloween episode. Now, how many Halloween episodes did we do? Like nine? <laughs> I feel like we did nine. I think it's like five, honestly. Gotta be five. Uh, let's I see. I think it's five. We did. All right. You got. Us. We did. This top, be top ten. We did Halloween Havoc. Fuck else. We we're doing this one. We did one more. It had to be. All right. I have it right here. We have Halloween candies and costumes. Yeah. Zombies Halloween review. Oh. Yeah, this is five. And then Pro Wrestling Werewolves, which was the pro wrestling show we did that night. Yeah. We, and then Top Ten Horror Films, like you said, Halloween Havoc, and this one, so six of them. Holy shit. Jesus, wow. We really uh, really did that shit. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year. I don't know. We could do fucking 20. Mine too. It's my favorite holiday. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Christmas is tomorrow, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, tonight it's uh tonight we saved the best for last. We're gonna talk about the original Halloween. Before we get into that, uh, I guess I'm the only one that watched AEW this week. So, yes, you are. So um, let's see what happened. Oh, just like we thought, the uh, uh, Kingston squashed fucking Seidel. He did. Yeah, he Seidel had like thirty seconds of offense. Uh, and then he, uh, he put, he put Seidel in, like, the fucking STF and then made the ref bring the mic in and say he quit. That's awesome. And, uh, when he, he took the mic when he got up and he was like, I'm sorry, Box. I'm sorry. 
Like, he looked like a man possessed, bro. Dude, Eddie Kingston has to be the star of the show, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to be more upset if he doesn't win the belt than I was when MJF didn't win the belt. Yeah, I I hope he wins. If he doesn't win, you know, this will be the laundry list of guys who challenge for the belt and continuously lose, i.e. fucking Lance Archer and Darby Allen. I got, like, I got this sneaking feeling that he's going to retain only because of this fucking qualifier tournament. So him and Omega can have their rematch. That or Hangman. I mean, both ways. I mean, I'd rather see Hangman because I think that's it's new. That's, like, more fresh. And Hangman hasn't had a... I mean, he was the guy in the first fucking pay-per-view, and he hasn't had a shot at anything since then aside from the tag titles, which was weird that they did that. I always thought it was weird they tagged up. Yeah, and to make it... It, it kind of seems like they did it on purpose just to make this feud now and put them together against each other now. You know what I mean? Which is completely fine with me. But, like, I don't know. It just seemed like it seemed like the tournament was made to put this feud together, which, I mean, I guess is okay. They could have went about it a bunch of different ways, but this is fine. Like, it's going to be a good match. I know it is. I mean, in a way, okay, so then we're seg- we're second into this week. Uh, the way he be- the way that Hangman beat Wardlow was just fine for Wardlow. Dude. Yeah, he had to he had to hit him with a couple of those fucking buckshot lariats to to take him out. So doesn't make doesn't make Wardlow look like shit. No, you're right. If if, if that's how it went, one hundred percent because you can't make Wardlow look weak. You got to make him look strong, man. I mean, he's one of their monsters that they haven't really used as a monster completely. I mean, I think once once they decide to separate him and MJF and he goes on his own, like, and wrestles more, obviously, um, I think he could be a pretty big player, honestly, because that guy is just an animal. I thought, like, dude, when I watch Dark and he's on there, dude, I love that guy. You know, that, um, that thing that I was telling you about when I saw his uh, promo for the road to, um, was it the road to Dynamite or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was training in the gym? That was one of the coolest, most serious sports-based promos I've seen by them ever. It was so good, dude. I loved every second. I was like, this is awesome. If they did more of this shit, this would be taken more seriously. Yeah, they did uh, did an MJF promo. (laughs) And he's he's like, you know, if my guy Wardlow goes out there, wins this and wins the tournament, he's like, he's just going to give me the belt. Yeah, he said, I'll be the champ. I saw I saw a tiny bit of it, now that you say that. Yeah, you saw that? Okay, yeah, that was... But then he, like, he like fixed it up at the end, and I was like, ooh. I mean, at some point, that's going to happen, dude. Like, you know it is. Oh, of course. Like, the bodyguard always is like, yo, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, fucking boss man and fucking cornet and Midnight Express, and yep. it's went on and on and on. Cody, see when I was when I was messaging you because I thought you watched it. Cody and fucking Orange Cassie. I turned it on like the latter half of the match. I'm not really sure what happened, but it became like, oh, I you know what? It was a lumberjack match, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what it was advertised as. That's what happened because I'm like, why are there 50 guys fucking trying to kill each other right now at the end of this match? Now I realize why. All right, there it is. 
Well, I don't. I think it went to like a no contest. Like the fucking all the lumberjacks, they were all trying to kill each other. So this is two no con. Well, the other one was a time limit draw, but that's two no contests and draws. Like, why are they trying to make Orange Cassidy look so strong? Nothing uh, against the problem with Orange Cassidy, but it's like Cody should be the star. He should be beating people definitively. Hold on, yeah. You know what I mean? If that's your prince, recording a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, hold on. I'm talking to my son. Oh, oh my bad. You can What's come up, back later. <laughs> you can come back later. All right. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I come in. I'm like oh, I'm recording. All right. I mean, the time limit thing is cool. I always, you know what? I always like when they do a time limit. I always like that. Because both guys come out and they look good. No, the I lumberjack, twice. The lumberjack thing was just weird. I don't know. It just turned out to be all the guys just fighting each other. Like nothing really happened. Good match, again. But I feel like lumberjack matches are kind of outdated. I hate, I, I actually really hate them. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, it's, it's like, eh. I could care. A lumberjack match has no fucking awe to it. It's got no. Nothing. You know what I mean? It just doesn't intrigue me. It's the just same like, shit. The same shit happens, dude. It, that's it's, always, it's always like ten dudes and five five of them. It, it, like it's split down the middle, and they all hate each other, and they just end up fighting. Yeah, exactly. Or one guy falls out on one side, and they beat his ass down while the ref gets distracted or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, they're they're outdated. I mean that's two times now. I think there there needs to be a new challenger unless we're going unless we're taking this to full gear. I don't know. Oh uh, no, Darby's supposed to challenge Cody at full gear. Oh, that's right. So Darby can lose for the fucking tenth time in a title match. I guess fucking Hobbs saved his life. So yeah, it, uh, I don't. It, it's just something that's bothered me a lot. That like, how many times is this fucking kid going to challenge for a title and lose a title match? I mean, if he fucking wins, that title is already worthless. Yeah, you're right. If he wins, that title is worthless. Like, Brody was a fucking placeholder while Cody shot a fucking fake mass Singer show. <laughs> that fucking show. Nobody's going to watch that shit. Like, he went and shot a show, then he came back and like, oh, thanks for holding the bell for me, bud. Yeah. So now, like, he won it back, and now then Darby's gonna win. Then that it just it diminishes the fucking diminishes the worth. No, you're right. It, it's dumb because you're right. It's dumb for the fact that we're not gonna be able to actually have a team, not a team, but like a group, be dominant. You know, that was supposed to be part of the Dark Order's dominance. Now they're fucking oh. guys. No. <laughs> the dominance of the Dark Order is John Silver. Yeah. I fucking love it. I don't care. That's fine with me. No, it, it, I don't have a problem with that. My problem is it's just you could have done something with this. You know? I mean, um, also, I feel like to, to fix it, if he does win, like, he's got to hold it for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, yeah, I mean, we talk about how Mox just keeps winning, but in a little over a year, there's been two guys. 
You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure Moxley held it the longest so far. And that's fine. Like, yeah, you don't always like the other guy not coming out with the belt, but is the belt still has the belt still has meaning. I like that. That's I do like that about them. Even the tag belts have meaning. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a hot potato like it is in the WWE. In a year, in a year, it's three tag, three tag changes. You had, you had fucking uh, SCU, then it went to uh, Kenny and Kenny and uh, Page, and they held it for quite some time. And then FTR took it. Like, yeah, they're like WWE treats the tag titles like fucking paper plates. Oh, they don't even exist, really. They're just. You're right. They're like the fucking pancakes the New Day throws out. Right. And uh, what the fuck else happened on the show? MJF tried to join the fucking... Oh, they, this was kind of cool. So, you know, they had their shoot-the-shit promo. They had, like, a town hall, so Bischoff was there. They were asking questions about... They were asking MJF and them questions about... uh, so To see if they're going to let him join the uh, inner circle. Yeah. And it all led up to... Jericho was like, yeah, you've done a lot of things. You're, you're good. He's like, but you never beat me. So I think at full gear, it's Jericho versus MJF. And if MJF wins, he's in the inner circle. That's cool. Yeah, that, that was a cool setup. And then, holy fucking balls, dude. Penta and, Penta and fucking Kenny was out of control. Out of control. Was it good or was it Botchamania? Oh my god, it was amazing. Alright. Nah, bro. Um, you know, Kenny wasn't working with fucking ass injections or anything. Oh god. <laughs> Dude, you know that was the best match when Kenny just squashed the fuck out of ass injections, right? Yeah, we start calling him AI now. That was your fucking. That was your favorite match of last week. I know it was. Dude, that that dude. You know what? He could go do something else. He's got charisma, but don't do wrestling. He always reminds me. He always reminds me of that dude in the Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. The... I know exactly who you're talking about, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's dude. A good. Oh shit. Yeah, fucking, uh, that was pretty much it for that. Like, I think I hit the highlights there. Like, t- Team Taz still wants their answer from Hobbs. Um, Hobbs still hasn't given the answer. Even though Hobbs came out and saved Darby Allen's life, he didn't, he didn't do anything. He just came out with a chair to fucking get them away. And they still want an answer. And even Taz is like, look, man. He's like, he came out, he's like, you come out against us or whatever. He's like, but we're still waiting for an answer. He's like, he's like, coming with us, you earn a lot of respect, you earn money. He's like, you're a big dude, you're powerful. He's like, that's what we like on Team Taz. So they're they're still they're still hot on the on the they're still hot on the tail, Will Hobbs there. That's that's good. I would like it better if it was like you took Darby and you gave Darby Will Hobbs kind of as his friend, but more of a bodyguard where he's always looking out for him. I always thought, like, what if Hobbs what if Hobbs did all this and then just turns? That'd be cool. I mean, it'd be cool, but I don't know. I don't know how it would... 
how how it would go for him though. Like, I really think he's got star power. I said that when oh, I was no. in the dark, man. Just I just needs- don't know what I don't know what a heel turn this fast would do for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. So I don't I, know what I don't know what they're gonna do, but I, I do like Will Hobbs a lot. Will Hobbs is he he could do something. Yeah. I think he's there's they're still trying to find a place for him completely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He's found his footing yet. He's still new. And they're trying <laughs> with this and we'll see where this goes. I'm okay with it so far. I like the guy. Yeah, I mean, I am too, for sure. I just, I hope it works out well for him and he doesn't become another guy that gets lost in the shuffle of AEW, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, dude. This, I, I think the only thing I might be looking forward to is fucking Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Not to, not to knock the card, but Jesus Christ. I like every time Eddie Kingston's on my television. He's, dude, he's the star of the show, man. I keep saying it. I love Eddie Kingston, too. He is the only, how can I put it? I mean, I know I've compared him to Terry Funk so many times, but he's the only guy, the second he comes on the screen, you're like, oh, this is serious. Yeah, you you, you pay attention because he's about to say some shit that you want to hear. Yeah, and then in ring, he makes you pay attention by what he does. He just fucks people up. That's what I mean. It looks like a fight. Every time he's in the ring, it looks like a fight. It don't look like no wrestling match. I don't, I, okay, I don't know if you like this comparison. All right, so when I was younger and the Attitude Era was going on, I, dude, one time I got thrown out of somebody's house because I fucking love Triple H, bro. I made people so mad during pay-per-views because I would just tell them what was going to happen. I was like, yo. I know what you want, but Triple H is about to just do it. Triple H does what he says he's going to do. <laughs> I got thrown the fuck out of a house during a pay-per-view because Triple H won. That's fucking funny. But that's what Eddie Kingston reminds me of. He comes out, he says things, he says what he's going to do, and he does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's got legitimacy to him. And I always felt like that's why people hated Triple H. Like, he was a good heel, but, like, he would come out and tell you the truth. It's just you didn't want to hear it. Oh, you're right. You could throw you could throw some heat at me for that. That's fine. No, I mean, you like Triple H, you like Triple H. I don't have a problem, really, with Triple H. I mean, do I think he caused a lot of problems with other people in the business? Yeah, but... Uh, something I really can't say anything about, to be honest with you. I think Triple H was probably the nicest guy in the clique. <laughs> yeah, he was. It's <laughs> funny because he, because it's funny because all the, the the people he hung out with were all fucked, and he was like, he was just like, he was like, yeah, I don't do drugs or nothing. <laughs> I don't drink. And then fucking uh, Kevin Ash said, "Oh, we got a designated driver." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I watched this fucking I watched this uh, video there's this channel on YouTube called Wrestling Bios Uh, they did the uh, finger poke of doom are they like 25 minute videos yeah dude they're really good though if you want to like watch something on a subject dude it's pretty in depth like 
this guy gets his information. Yeah, I've seen a few of them. They're pretty cool. They were talking about like they were talking about the finger poke doom thing and like how stupid it was, obviously. Um, but like, I guess I—I I mean, I don't want to say I guess. I knew Kevin Nash was booking, and a lot of people for a long time said that he was—he booked himself into that. And it's like, how? You like, if you sit and think about it, how would that fucking make sense? Kevin Nash looked like a fucking chump during that whole thing. He yeah. was the guy. He was the fucking guy that ended Goldberg's streak. And then on Nitro, he's just he just lays down. Like, why would he book himself to look like a fucking bitch? It's stupid. That was all Hogan. Exactly. That creative control, brother. Brother. He, he dude Hogan ruined so many things that could have been good if he if he just would have just fucking understood that it was time for him to fucking take a back seat. Hogan ruined wrestling. As much as he legitimized wrestling and helped wrestling, he ruined it within another 10 years of making it what it was. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at... All right, I always think of the Radicals, which is Guerrero, Malenko, Saturn, and Benoit, correct? Yes. You look at them. Why weren't those guys higher up on the card in WCW? Yes, because of Hogan, but I'm just saying, if anybody had any brains and realized that Hogan was ruining the company, they could have stopped right then and there and made those guys fucking stars, and it would have helped WCW a lot. Well, that's exactly what I was telling you when we were watching the Halloween Havoc, was, like, all these Lucha guys and stuff were all really, like, probably better than most of the people on the main card, right? Exactly, but yeah. They, but, but they always put them on to open the show, so nobody, like, how do you take guys that open the show and move them move them over if all you're doing is using them to open the show there was no like oh let's move this guy past mid card or whatever you know what i mean not even ray not even ray it took ray to go to wwe to become a star you're right the i don't remember what happened with benoit on the belt but like yeah it was. It was. It, it was. He was supposed to win it. I guess. I don't know. I don't fuck. He just dipped. I get it though. Like all those guys, amazing talent, amazing wrestlers. Like I knew out of all of them that like Dean Malenko probably wasn't gonna be a fucking main eventer, but he's Dean Malenko. You can put him in there with a fucking broom, and he'd be fine. You're right, and, and that was. That's exactly what I was saying is that would have been your next generation of WWs or yeah, sorry, WCW top stars. Oh, absolutely. That, but that would carry them through millennium. They never had like the I don't know what it was. They never had like, okay, are these guys we like these guys or let's move them. Let's let's put them in situations. Like, yeah, you put they they did it with Benoit, but it was very slow, like he was he was the opening guy, then he was a horseman, and then whatever, he was just wrestling. No, like, real thing going on. And then before he left, he was starting a main event. You're right. But other than that, none of those guys were in. Not there. No, not at all. It's so funny. When you said the horseman and Benoit, 
I was thinking of when um, Kurt Henning was fucking with Arn Anderson and he was out there and he's like, he gave me his spot. <laughs> Not just any spot. Oh. Not just the liver spot. Oh my god, dude. Four fucking horsemen. It's <laughs> good shit. The only one that sucked was the one that they had Paul Roma in there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, look at this girl again. She shouldn't have gotten that car. You're getting choked out. No. Man, Michael just wanted some candy. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about this. <laughs> oh, let's get into it. Let's do it. It's all right. The main event right here. Yeah, this is the main event. Main event of all Halloween month. <laughs> yes. Talk about John Carpenter's fucking classic Halloween. 1978. Fucking ain't right. Oh. So let's go through the casting of the people that are good in it. You know what I mean? The main characters. Jamie Lee Curtis got the role because her mother was in Psycho. Yep. That's number one. Um, she played her part really, really well. And then there was Donald Pleasance, who was in Westerns, a Bond villain. Um, there's so much shit I could go on and on about with him. He was in so many great films. He was a great actor. Yeah. Um, all the supporting actors, the girls and stuff, they were funny. They were stupid. They were ditzy. They just fit everything well. Like it was a real. Bring out any girl that says totally more than once, and that's fucking the other two. Oh God, she said totally what, fifteen times or something crazy like that. And that dark-haired girl, bro. They just kept going back and forth saying it. I was like, it literally happened like twenty minutes ago. I was just like, oh my god. That's enough with the totally. Totally. Lindsay. Oh, even the kids. You know what? Even the kids were good in this. Oh, hell yeah, they were. Little kids were real good in this. Not a lot of moving pieces with Michael Myers, though. It was like Nick Castle. Yep. You know what they even said? They even said that you wouldn't know, but John Carpenter was in the uh, Michael Myers shit at some point in the movie. Wow. Yeah. That I, I mean, before. I. It takes it takes a pretty special person to to fill that role, honestly. Yeah, it was Nick Castle at first. Then it was Dick Warlock. Yeah. And then the guy from four and six was the same guy, but I don't remember the guy in five. The guy in five was Don Shanks. Okay. Uh, four? Or, uh, since I watched that documentary and I didn't know this, uh, four started with Tom Morga, who actually played Jason in Friday the 13th Part 5. And they didn't like, I think they didn't like his walk or something. He was in this, in four, he was in the scene 
when he's in that uh he's in that repair shop and they like zoom they like zoom out or in Luma starts fucking aiming the gun at him or something. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's standing he's, in the doorway. He's in the kitchen. Yeah, hey, he's like standing in that doorway. Yeah. Yeah. That that is Tom Morga, and then the re- they didn't like him, so they got rid of him, and the rest is uh, was the other guy. I don't know who the fuck it was. You know, I just saw it earlier, and I forgot. I mean, yeah, you know what? I like the guy that uh, was in the the newer one. Oh, he was great. Yeah, and and even Tyler Mead, dude, Tyler Mead fucking crushed it. Yeah. If I had to pick out anything good from those Rob Zombie movies, it's definitely Tyler Maine as Michael Myers. He he did a really good job. Let's see who it was. George P. Wilbur. Ah, George Wilbur. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. But I, uh, yeah, I just saw that like hours ago. This fucking beauty. This fucking beauty right here. I watch it at least once a year, if not, I, mean, I might watch it a couple times more, but I definitely watch it during the Halloween season. It captures the feeling of Halloween perfectly. Absolutely. Like, just just every, like, the leaves, the pumpkins, decorations, fall time, like, just captures it perfectly. Yeah. Um, I Like I said, weeks, oh, shit, like I said, weeks prior... I watch it a week before the first one. I go through one through six, and then I only do the new Halloween the day before, which is tonight, which I'm going to watch it after this, now that I think about it. And then tomorrow I'll do Halloween, this one, again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Halloween uh, two, baby. It's fucking crazy. This one, man. It's a good setup. Little boy, little boy just snaps and kills his family. You don't get no explanation. We're not gonna see him. We're only gonna see him briefly hanging out in the uh, si- in the fucking insane asylum. <laughs> and then we're gonna flash forward. He's coming home. You know. Yeah. Loomis is not quite crazy man yet. Oh no, he starts off. No, wait a second. And one, he's already pulling. He's already ready to fucking. I mean, he starts. He pulls the gun. He pulls the gun more middle toward the end. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't get amped up until the end. Like he's kind of. Like I noticed it. I mean that that whole part where he's like fucking freaking out of the guy and throwing his coat in the car that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, he's 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 fucking he's amped up because that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, right. Why are you worried about how he drove the car? The guy's gone. A man who killed his whole family has escaped, and you're like, man, what are how I drove that car? I know. Maybe someone like, was getting lessons. <laughs> that's that's as hyped as he gets, and then it's he's kind of subdued. Even even when he uh like you can tell the look on his face, it's serious when when he goes and um. When he goes to, uh, when he asks that guy to show him the, the, the grave, and they go, and the gravestone's gone, and the look on his face says it all. He didn't even have to get hyped. He was just like, it's like well, he came home. 
dude, I was thinking about it. The beginning when they're driving in the rain with the nurse in the car. Mm -hmm. He's just talking, and then he says to her, go, move. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just right off the bat, he's running the show. No one's going to have to fucking, you know, come up with anything because he's going to tell them what's up. He was just, he was a strong character from the beginning. He wasn't yeah. as crazy yet, but he was always a strong character on screen. Right. Absolutely. He was the baby face. Michael Myers was the heel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He was like Stone Cold before Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about Bald, you know what I mean? I, I, we're leaving somebody out. You know who's also pretty... I like this movie's The Sheriff, man. I like that dude. Oh, yeah. He comes off creepy with the, uh, with Lori. A little he bit, yeah. Bumps right into her. Like, come on, dude. He just gives a shit, though. No, you're right. He gives a shit, but... It like, is. That, like, it's a small town. He's like... He's like the like she's friends with his daughter, so he cares about he cares about her like it's his own kid too, you know. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, if you look at it that way, it's a lot easier. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember getting that vibe. <laughs> well, he bumps right into her and he smiles at her, all creepy and shit. <laughs> like, come on, dude. You know what he was doing. He could have moved. He saw oh. her. I never understood what's up with those kids that bump into fucking bump into Tommy Doyle at the school and just start telling the boogeyman's gonna get him. What the fuck do they know? Right, and then the fucking um, pumpkin gets fucking messed up. It gets cracked and destroyed. Yeah, that made Michael Myers pretty angry. You know. Yeah, it did. Man, had to go. My man was rage driving out there. I feel like those girls pissed him off right off the get, man, when he was driving. He was just trying to drive slow down the street, get a feel for the neighborhood, you know, and then they started yelling shit at him. He had to pump the brakes hard. Yeah. <laughs> My man probably almost got out the car and edited it right there. <laughs> get them all tight, man. Get them all tight. <laughs> how, dare, dare you, how dare you call me somebody that I'm not? He's like, don't you know what this is? They pretty much named this movie after me. I don't know what's wrong with you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, those were pretty cool, effective scenes, though. Like, I did like. There's a lot of the things I liked during the day in this movie. Were like was like him sneaking around, being behind bushes, fuck, being in her backyard, driving that car all creepy, like. Yeah, he wasn't just something that went bump in the night. Yeah, he wasn't like. He wasn't reckless with it, and he knew what the fuck he was about to do. Like he wasn't just gonna pop out during a day. He wasn't. He wasn't just gonna start fucking slaughtering people in the streets in broad daylight. He knew what he was about to do. Yeah, for sure. It was. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck either. No. And the, and he, the movies go on. He gives a fuck less. Like from one to two, at two, he just looks at you. Takes his fucking time. <laughs> just, like, he takes his sweet-ass time. When he's walking in the street at night, past those two people by that telephone pole in that store. Yeah. Um, he just walks right past them. He's not even hiding anymore. He's like, fuck, I got shot six times. 
I don't give a fuck anymore. What are you going to do to me? I'm still going. <laughs> Hilarious. It's like it's, it's, I mean, I buy two, two, I think he didn't offer. So he was pretty desperate, man. He was like, I got to end this shit. I don't know how much more I could go on. As as our as our good man Loomis, make sure you know that he shot him six times because that motherfucker said that shit like eighty eight times. Yep. He puts him back <laughs> down, gets shot, and then he gets stabbed in the fucking um, closet by a coat hanger. Yeah. What else happens to him? Trying to remember what shit happens to him toward the end, and then he gets shot. He gets, I shot him six times. I shot him six times. What? I shot him six times. I I shot him in the heart. I can't have gotten very far. Come on. I shot him six times. This guy, this man, he's not human. (laughs) There's no way. It's one of my favorite beginning scenes in part two is when he's just fucking running around that sheriff's car just yelling about how he shot him six times over and over again. Because it's like, I don't want to laugh, but it's so funny. You remember when the sheriff goes, there's no way you shot him, you missed. And he's giving Loomis shit, and Loomis gets even more pissed off at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, so good. Is that well, only is he... Strong character. He's fucking screwing people up verbally too. Yeah, I like. Um, I do like. Uh, that's what I liked about this, and even and even the Rob Zombie versions, the way that Loomis plays off the sheriff. I, I really like those scenes too, like when they're just riding in the car together and shit. Yeah, because the sheriff's like he doesn't want to totally believe it because he he didn't see shit, and like you know the sheriff's in by the end. He's like, yeah, fuck, whoa, this dude ain't playing. Yeah, you're right. The scenes where, like, the sheriff's like, who's this crazy fucker? Like, <laughs> what is he fucking babbling about? Like, they play off each other really well. I, I, I enjoy that. Absolutely. He's like, more fancy talk, huh? <laughs> he just, he's good, too, because he, you're right. He keeps up with Loomis. You know what and I just realized? You know what I just realized? Uh, <laughs> the guy that Loomis yells at about asking about the driving uh he's you ever see that movie with jean-claude van damme double impact where he's like uh where he's like his own twin brother or whatever i don't know if i have okay well there's a van damme movie where he plays like he plays like twin brothers and the dad is that guy oh my god i just i was just i was like i watched the scene we were talking about and i'm like why does that guy look familiar and it just popped in my head Oh. That guy's good too. I think he died though. <laughs> Damn you for letting him out. Damn you. <laughs> He's all oh. Loomis. Yeah, Ghost Bob just got it. Ghost Bob just got it. Oh, he did? Yeah, Bob, Bob just got it. He's just hanging. Yeah, on the door. I love that. That's yeah, cool. That's- Oh, he does the head tilt and shit on him? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like Michael was trying to get it in in this part. But then he just got fed up. 
because she was talking all that shit. <laughs> it's like fuck, bitch. I tried to. I tried to help you. <laughs> fuck it now. It's too hard. <laughs> oh, he's just he's just never playing that dude. I Both of not, them. I'm not a Halloween fanatic like you, but I really like the first two movies. I love. I love them. I mean, I don't, I don't hate many of them until later, but like one and two. <laughs> Just ridiculous, dude. Just ridiculously good. It's two is two is one of the greatest horror sequels of all time because it's like, oh, we're just continuing the night. The best is like it just it's just like it's like thirty seconds pass and they're like, all right, here's another one. Yeah, it was that was done perfectly. It really was. Uh, I saw something earlier that said it was probably the best one-two punch. And I agree. I've been watching a lot of Halloween subject videos. Yeah, you got me started. I had to watch a couple of them again. There's uh oh, there's a good one. Uh, like it's like it's like thirteen unanswered questions about the original Halloween, and the guy is the guy like standing outside different locations of the actual movie. <laughs> Like one, he's one, he's standing right outside the Myers house and shit, like from the original. And he's like every every one he does, he's standing uh, by in a different location from the movie, which was cool. But like the the questions are funny, or the unanswered questions are funny. And then they just it was the same same people, well same person, but he has like a group of people that he gets together, and they put a vote for fans as well as them, and they like they estimate it so they do like they rank the halloween films and like average it like they have people put all the halloween movies in a rank and then average it out to put it the put it in its place i just watched that today that was that was pretty interesting that's cool it was easy to figure out what number one and number two were yeah that was original in part two They had they had three ranked at four though. Three ranked at four. <laughs> they had it. They had it higher. They had it uh, higher than four. I think they were back to back. I think four was five, and three was four. They had uh they had the Rob Zombie ones out of the way real quick. They were like ten and nine or some shit like that. I think the I think the one they hated the most was was Resurrection. Yeah. God damn it, this would be so good, dude. I I don't have a complaint about it really, except the characters are a little cheesy, but that's just being dated. I mean, it's the, it's the seventies, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna ask my mom. I'm gonna ask my mom one day if she said "totally" a lot back in the day. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Whenever I see these girls, I just imagine my mom being like that. Well, you know, minus the minus the sexy time. I don't want to think about that. Oof. Like just the, just like the school like school kid. 
shit, walking down the street with your friends type shit. Like, I want to ask my mom, like, were you like this? Like, smoking a joint in the car. (laughs) Oh, man, dude. Like, it's like a, this movie is like, it just leads you perfectly into what's going to happen. Like, grad, more, like, gradual, more gradual as it goes on is like, what, like, what's going to happen as soon as the sun goes down. Like, this man's sneaking around a little bit. You're like, oh, you know, he's here. And then as it gets later and later, this dude gets bolder and bolder. And then nighttime comes and he's like, time to strike. And the movie just fucking goes into overdrive, man. I love it. I'll talk. Quit playing with your dinghy. No, I'm not. I can't. <laughs> um, it's the music, the camera angles, the the threat of him he just appears at different times before he kills you you know what i mean like yeah it's perfect in the way that no matter what that the scenes never get boring Mm -hmm. they get goofy at certain times but that's just part of the movie to bring you down just to scare you you know what i mean sure like so you're not as worked up and you let your guard down, which is genius way of doing it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's just so much about it that I appreciate as a film. Uh, yeah, dude, everything. I mean, there, I really honestly can't say a completely bad thing about this movie. I like Man, just the whole the whole setup, man. It's like he's getting nearer and nearer. Like he he takes out he takes out each one of her friends, and then the only thing that's left is just go to that house and get Lori. And that whole sequence just fantastic. She's a fighter, man. Oh, dude, she hurts her leg. He stabs her in the arm, or slices her in the arm. Yep. Um, yeah, she gets him with the coat hanger in the closet. He grabs her and tries to choke her in the fucking hallway. It's it's great. Yeah, she wasn't, you know, man. He picked the wrong night. She wasn't trying to die. Not at all. She had to no. go on with Ben Tramer or make sure Ben Tramer wasn't going to go with her because she was scared. And we all know what happened to my man Ben Tramer. Cop killed him. Loomis's fault. Fucking Loomis. Getting kids killed. Even that one, what was that part five when all those dudes pop out with the Michael Myers costume out? He was about to blow that dude's head off. He had to take his mask off. Like, yo, chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loomis doesn't give a fuck about kids, bro. Never <laughs> Yo, remember when the kids go to the house and throw the rock and he's in the bushes? Yeah. He says, Lonnie, get your ass out of there. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
hilarious. He's constantly got lines, and nobody gives him. <laughs> is it? Is it what he like? He fucking like scares the kids away from the house. Is it? <laughs> yeah. He's, He's like sure. trying. Is he like in the bushes whispering and shit? <laughs> Yep. I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was a time he scared some people away from the house so he could fucking go in there. <laughs> Stu is a fucking nut. I just love how nobody else, like, Stu kept coming back to Haddonfield and, like, nobody else, people acted like it wasn't a big deal. Except for Loomis. Loomis is the only one that acted like Michael Myers been there before. Yep. Like, he would tell every cop, like, what's wrong with you people? Michael's here. And they're just like, calm down, old guy. Ain't nothing going on. <laughs> like, how? How? Like, that's something I never understood. What? Like, like four... Four, maybe I understand, because, you know, Michael Myers is gone for a few years. Like, like Everybody was like, oh, it's done. We're done with that guy. But, like, after that, come on. It was the same people in five. And this dude had to act a maniac to get people to believe him. They still didn't believe him. That's insane. <clears throat> they still had to use, he still had to, he had to use a kid as a human shield. He's making a piece of shit in part five. Oh my god. It's the fake house. It pisses me off. Yeah. Bill Myers' house. It's a house that's got this big fucking bulge coming out of it. I don't know what that's called. It's like a castle, castle dungeon or something. (laughs) Yo, yo, for real. It reminds me of one of those castles from the 90s with the little knights in it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about with the draw, the red drawbridge. Talking about the little people castle. Yeah, the little people nice castle. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> it's the wackest house. It's like you guys are real dicks. After all these years, now you're gonna give us a bullshit mask change, a bullshit house. Like this is a lie. <laughs> Oh my god. What I was in five. Five sucked so bad. Five. Five was bad. Do you want to know what I can't excuse? Did you see? You saw H2O, right? Yeah. Do you remember they had the CGI mask? Yes, I was just watching a thing on that earlier. Jesus Christ. A CGI mask. How do you have the CGI mask in the rest of the movie? The mask looks completely different. It's so stupid. Ridiculous. That one, I just, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't, I don't hate it, but I just wasn't a fan of it. I was like, eh. Dude, it was during that time when every fucking horror movie looked like it episode of Dawson's Creek. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, you're like, hey, bro. hey, it's the 20th anniversary. Let's uh, let's get the Dawson's Creek people in here. That I, There are some movies during that time I do like that are like horror, but that was not really one of them. 
Like, I don't hate that movie, but I also not, like, going back to watch it either. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I leave it off the list. Oh, for sure. I just, mainly I go, like, one, I like three, but it doesn't doesn't have anything to do with Michael Myers. I mean, I like it as a movie, but I'm I'm like, one, two, four, five, six. And five is, it's a loose, it's a loose five. It's a loose for five. But I do like six. Four, I definitely like. Four was also one of those movies that really captured the feeling of Halloween. Like, the atmosphere. But I mean, yeah. And, and, and it shows that H2O was the, uh, the first movie without... Donald Pleasance, because it really could have used his his uh his character. That would have been great. That would have been how awesome would that have been? Oh, that would have been phenomenal if he didn't die in the making of six. Right. For Loomis to pop back up an H2O, reunite with, with fucking Lori. Yeah. Just crazy there. He he could have fucking he probably could have fucking hung her upside down by her feet. To trap Michael Myers. <laughs> just, just, just put her in a room, hung her upside down by her feet, left a knife under her head for Michael. And then he would have like he probably had one of those traps set up, the box with the stick on it. So Michael went to grab the knife, he'd pull the stick out and trap him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a villain. Oh, it was... They were a match made in heaven. Until... <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like H2O would have been a way better movie if fucking Donald Pleasance was in it. Yeah. I, I think the only... like Okay, with the exception of the new one, I think the only way that it was successful any time is if Loomis was in it. Once he oh, was yeah. gone, that was like it. It was like, eh. Yeah. Uh, we're done here. The one thing I did like about the new one is that they didn't try to create a new Loomis. No, they created a psycho. It was it was phenomenal. It was awesome, yeah, dude. Really awesome. Cool because you kind of you. I mean, I kind of got the feeling that I mean, he didn't have the Loomis name, but I was like, oh, they're going for the Loomis thing with this guy, and then it just was like, whoa, no, they are not, dude. That guy, well, cool, dude. I actually. Like I was thrown for a loop and thought that part was really cool. They hit the nail on the head with him, man. He was perfect. Perfect. For sure. I hated his ass so much. He was like one of the big heels of the movie. Oh hell yeah, dude. It was like, fuck this guy. This this is the bad guy. And this guy really pisses me off with the stupid shit he's doing. And now he's wanting to wear the mask like a little kid. He looks like an asshole. The mask is too big for him. That was what making me laugh. Like complete <laughs> asshole mask. When he put the mask on, I was like, look at this fucking jackass. He looked like a kid. <laughs> he looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm glad Michael took care of that motherfucker. Me too. And then you're like, oh, shit. The like, I didn't like, like the turn. turn. I didn't like the turn, but I was like, that man put the mask on. I was like, no, don't do that, dude. Oh, dude. Uh, the fuck? I just lost what I was going to say. Shit. Fuck. Yeah, I totally lost what I was going to say. God damn it. That's all right. I was on a roll. 
But man, my boy Michael in this movie, he was on a warpath. He wanted Lori. Oh, interesting. Our boy Loomis shot him six times. I shot him six times. <laughs> we shot him six times. Remember the old lady in her curlers? And she goes to pick up the knife and there's blood there and she screams. All right, she's out there trying to make her ham sandwich. Yep. So that was that old guy. She was making him a sandwich and he was just sitting there watching TV, not doing a fucking thing. Yeah. I don't think my man got killed. No, neither one of them got killed. Right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She just saw the the blood or whatever. Yo, she should have. Uh, I mean, she probably should have made that sandwich quicker. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, one hundred percent. That was her problem. Dude was hungry. He was just trying to watch some horror movies on Halloween. <laughs> just hanging out. It's so funny. All day, he just needs a ham sandwich. Yo, you know what I'm looking for is. There's a couple lines in four. I was oh, thinking. I got, I got you. Go ahead, but I got some. I got one from that movie. Go ahead. He goes. He starts telling him about like when they first go in the hospital, the guy and the girl, not mm-hmm. the, the jail hospital thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smith's Grove. Smith's Grove. Sorry. He's down there or whatever, and they go in, and that little fucking. Italian uh, midget dude. He's like really, really short. And he's like, yeah. He goes, he's just telling him how bad it is. And the dude says, the uh, doctor guy or whatever goes, Jesus. He goes, Jesus ain't got nothing to do with this place. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I think about that is like, okay, so. I think about that- the ant crash. Technically, it's seven years after part two. Um, So why does Michael Myers still have gauze on his face? I don't know. Because he was burned. Yeah, seven years prior. Shit. Yeah, I guess you got a point. (laughs) Seven. That's a lot. What other lines you got? Because I got one. I know you're going to think it's funny. <laughs> I got uh, when the ambulance crashes and they're telling him, he's like, oh, I've seen bodies go 20, 30, 40 feet. And he goes, and he says, eh, he's done all this, though. And the other guy says, somehow, if Michael's still conscious, there'd be no way his muscles would be deteriorated wouldn't be able to do anything like this. And Loomis goes, you're talking about him as if he was a uh, human being. That part mm-hmm. years ago. Like, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. I do. I'm going to give you some shit right here. And you're going to be able to say shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Always yeah. with the lines. Like, what are they going to, I mean, yeah, what are they going to say to that? He, he delivers that so straight face, too. Like, they're like, oh, shit. No. What are we gonna say? Uh, uh, the one, the one that kills me every time is when they're they're locked in that house. Uh, the the house where the dude was trying to get it in with that chick, mm-hmm. and you know the cops come in and they start fucking boarding everything up and shit. 
the dude <clears throat> shoots the lock off the door and it won't open. And he's like, it's metal. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, Brady. Brady, bro. It's metal. It's metal. What does that mean? And she cries. And she goes, what does that mean? And what about, like, aren't there mad windows in this house? Yes, there's tons go of out, them. Go out any of these fucking windows. Like, what? <laughs> but no, run, run back upstairs seems to be no. the way to go. He didn't want to break the stained glass window. Oh, okay, I get it then. That's what it was. He, he knows he would have got ripped up for breaking the stained glass window, so they couldn't break that one, and that was the closest other one they had. They didn't have any wood on it because apparently they didn't know how to use a hammer the other way. Bro, like, look at this cat. So cool, comic collected. She's at the door of the fucking house, bro. And he, uh, he's just walking. Yep. Leisurely stroll. That kid gets downstairs so fast, bro. It's amazing. Yo, it's like one and a half seconds. He's like literally right there. And that kid, that kid was upstairs. And he's moving slow as fuck. He's like, man, I'm tired. You know what I love the most about it is when she's running, she goes to the other neighbor's house and they turn the lights on and turn them off. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yo, that happens in mad movies, bro. Like, it's like, like, oh, shit, ain't none of my business. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. They're like, fuck you, bitch. We don't care if you die. Leave us alone. The movie could be over if somebody was just like, oh, oh, you all right? Let's call the police. And she's been through hell, and she throws a flower pot at the fucking um, top one on the first she try. Just, the first try. That just happened, dude. You launched that shit. Yeah, she I just how I know the I can see it all. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, he, she's, she stabs him with the fucking knitting needle right in the neck. <laughs> That's one. Fucking crazy, dude. Took a knitting needle. This shit ain't gonna stop him, though. He ain't done. <clears throat> I don't know why I never realized she got his knife, though. It's so weird. <laughs> this one's a goddamn classic, dude. I could never say anything bad about this movie ever. Except for that knife, it's fucking huge. I need that knife. That oh, knife is monstrous. Look at Loomis. Loomis out here walking like it's the end of the day. He's like, all right, man, let's go down to the pub. Have <laughs> me a pint. Just yeah, walking in a slow. Looking long shit. Oh. He's <laughs> so good, dude. Oh, this movie. Oh, why does AMC ruin it? So, Halloween Marathon. Up next, Halloween H2O. Oh, my God. Not a marathon. You're jumping 20 years. Why would they do that? It doesn't make any sense. They used to do them in a row. They right? used to. Remember, they used to do like, it would be like one, two, four, five. And then maybe they would skip. I don't know that they would ever play six. I'm not sure. Six was played on sci-fi. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I think it yeah, was on sci-fi. Or something. 
Yeah, I definitely know that AMC de- will definitely do one, two, four, five for no, sure. Three. They also do three. Oh, they do three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I love, dude, I like three. I like three too. I have no three. problem. With three. Three fucking great. I understand it. I understand it is what it is with three. Okay. It's corny yeah. in ways. You know, the doctor's a pervert. We talked about this. It's, it is what it is. So I accept it. Like it's a fucking legend, man. Don't call him a pervert. It's a he fucking was. legend. He was a pervert in that movie. That guy's a legend. No, he was, but he was good. He was, he was still funny. That dude through the eighties to now looked like he was fucking 78 years old. He was nailing fucking 20 year olds. Oh, of course. That's what he played in the movies. Uh, <clears throat> What's crazy about that movie, dude, is like, uh, <laughs> there's a guy that made Halloween masks to fucking mass murder children across the country. <laughs> That's what I said in the about the one he grabs in four off the rack. Yeah. Said in Haddonfield, in all of places, they would have that. I could understand they wouldn't have that in Haddonfield. But you're gonna have that fucking shit right there in a fucking local store. You guys are scumbags, right? Like you really don't fucking care about your citizens. Yeah, he just grabs masks fucking left and right. Right. In closing, give me your final thoughts on the original Halloween. I think it's one of the greatest movies ever made. I agree with that. It's just the way it's done. Everything is pretty damn good. There's cheesy shit in it, but it's uh, it's, it's the time. Pro- yeah, it's a product. Kind of it's time. I in growing up and getting into horror movies, <clears throat> there are those. I, I like Freddy and Jason, uh, but like they get over the top. As much as they tried to bring a lot of crazy ideas to Halloween, Michael Myers, to me, was never over the top. Not for me, either. Even their yeah. over the top wasn't too over the top. Right. Like, the other, like, the, it wasn't never Michael Myers. It was the other shit that was over the top. Like, uh, Resurrection is points out to me. You're like, doing a reality show, fucking corny, goofy teenager characters. But, like, Michael Myers just Michael Myers, dude. Like. He don't give a fuck what you're doing. He's coming in there and fucking shit up. And that's growing up and getting into horror movies. That's what I liked about Halloween is that the other characters would get more and more over the top. And Michael Myers was just Michael Myers. Like, you knew what he was coming to do. Like, Like, yeah, you knew what the other ones were coming to do, but like, Freddy Krueger became a fucking comedy act. Of course. Jason Jason was sort of the same way, but like, man. They put that man in space. I know. I know. I'm talking shit as I'm staring at the box set that I just bought. Or Friday 13th box set. Which, by the way, I had to immediately go to this website to get three replacement discs because... There were errors on three of the discs that they will send you replacements for. So. Same thing happened with that Halloween one, too. I remember. 
but I think it was just part four. Wait, what about part four? On the <clears throat> so Scream Factory put out these those box sets. They put out that Halloween one and they put out this Friday thirteenth one. Yeah. What I remember and it pissed me off is that I didn't have a receipt and that they said that part four had some audio issues or something and that you could go to the site, fill out a form, and they'll send you a replacement. Now, I didn't have, I got it at FYE or whatever, and I didn't have the receipt, so I could never replace it. But this one, I guess there's three discs that it's like Jason X, Jason Goes to Hell, and Part 3 have, like, all, they all have different issues, and you can go on this website and request replacements as long as you have proof of purchase, so I did that as soon as I got it, because I just remembered, because I told Jay, too, because I saw something right after Jay told me he bought it, and I was like, you might want to look into this. Yeah. But yeah, they send you replacements, so. That's cool. That's really cool. Oh, he does that shit anymore. The set is fucking ready. Got like an 80 page or fucking 90 page booklet in it, too. Wow. I love this. I love Halloween. The original Halloween is a fucking classic. I hold the original Halloween above. We did our top 10, and uh, I know it wasn't my number one, but. Halloween is probably the greatest horror movie ever made. Yes. Yes. That's 100%, dude. <clears throat> Everything horror. Wasn't number one on my list, but that's because of my preference. But Halloween is an amazing, amazing movie. Just don't even have to look at a franchise. You look at it by itself. Probably the greatest horror movie ever made. Imagine if they didn't make any sequels and you just got left with Michael Myers getting off the ground and walking away. Yep. Insane. Like, yeah, we're going to continue here. This man really took a beating. Him and Loomis. She stabbed him with the coat hanger, the knitting needle, and stabbed him with his own knife. Yep. Man, still rocking. Oh. Let's wrap it up. Halloween, baby. This uh, is going to be the best month every year for this podcast. I'm telling you right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, man. All right. I, can't, I, got yes. more candy. I got some candy to eat. I got some more horror movies to watch. I do, too. Yeah, buddy. All right, then. Capcast is out. Trick or treat, motherfuckers.